You're listening to the Business of Pharmacy podcast with me, your host, Mike Kelzer. Well, hello, Adam. Hello there. Thanks for joining us. It's my pleasure. Yeah, we. Uh, I know that in the little talk we had just before we started here, you're actually at your place of, well, we'll call it your place of business right now. Even though you're a student, you're at the hospital. Right. Uh, so this is my second uh, appy rotation. Um, I'm here real early in the morning, and uh, so that way I can have time to do my day sh- my day job uh, in the evening. Your day job in the evening. Yeah, so I work for Cirque du Soleil full-time, so I'm putting 40 hours a week there, and then I go to the hospital, and I put in 40 hours a week here. Whoa. Big big schedule. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. That's a ton. Is it, um, is it varied enough that if someone told you you had to put 80 hours in at the hospital there, or 80 <laughs> hours at the... Cirque du Soleil, would that be, would, would either of those work or is it okay to have that balance or is it better, I should say, to have the balance of the two? Uh, I'd say it's better uh, just because they're, they're so different from each other uh, so often that, uh, you know, I, I don't necessarily get tired of doing one thing or the other in any given day. Right, right. Are you going seven days a week on that? Oh, yeah. I don't get a day off. No day off. Well, that's that's quite a load. I know you got a, I know you got some kids too, right? Right. I have five kids. You have five kids. I only right, have the ten. Oldest is... I, I only have ten, <laughs> so you're almost there. Yeah, we're halfway. Yeah. Yeah. Oldest is uh twelve years old and the youngest is four months old. Hey, congratulations. Thanks. Wait way to go. All right, so Adam, tell us how you got into this excitement of this eighty hour life with five kids um for for any of the uh the listeners that don't know you just take us back a bit get us up get us caught up to who you are and and where you are now well um i have uh, an undergraduate degree in theater uh from brigham young university and uh i started my career by coming down to vegas from there and uh i worked at the mgm arena um just as an on-call stagehand um, and I've worked my way into Cirque du Soleil because it's, uh, at the time, it was one of the big companies where uh, people who were in theater could actually have, um, can actually settle down, have a family, things like that. Um, a lot of people that I've met along the way, they've had to go on tour or do cruise ships or, um, you know, piece together so many other side jobs that uh, they really don't have time for a family. And uh, so that's one of the problems that uh, that I had faced in uh, transitioning to where I am now. Um, that's what I was trying to solve by doing all this. Um, even though I'm uh, currently with Cirque du Soleil, I've, I've had a lot of uh, interesting highlights in my theater career. Um, I was in... Uh, a Transformers movie, um, and uh, I've worked as a magician's assistant for a show here on the Strip. I've even been a, a gondolier at the Venetian. Oh, is that right? So, yeah, yes. Yeah, no kidding. Italian, pretend I'm Italian. All that. 
Um, <laughs> oh wait, I got, I got to stop you a second on the yeah. uh, on the Transformers. I had, I had seen that in your profile or on your IMDb. Um, I think my kids are watching that. Is that one of the? Um, was there was there a couple and then a couple more or something like that? Or right. So so they did um, three movies, a trilogy with Shia LaBeouf. And which one are and you then- in? I am the first one with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, the first one with Mark Wahlberg, because my kids right. are watching that now. All right, so I've got to watch for you in that. So what – What? Uh, will I see so, you in, in that? Yeah, you'll definitely see me. I'm about eight and a half minutes in. Okay. Um, Kelsey Grammer's character, he's the antagonist, um, and he's upset that people are stealing robot parts. And then it jumps to me all over the big screen. Uh, <laughs> my character's name is Timothy, and he's selling a giant robot part. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll watch for that because they were just talking last night and and my kids were talking about. In, in fact, we were just talking about this last night with with uh, uh, Shiloh and then Mark Wahlberg. Your name didn't come up, but I'm sure if we talked a little longer, your name would have come up in the conversation. But it will today, certainly, <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. so the, the so the Vegas jobs, any kind of a Vegas job type of thing would keep you in a city longer than going around different areas. Absolutely. But um, so Cirque du Soleil has kind of established itself. And I mean, some of their shows have run for 20 years or more. And uh, so it was it was attractive at the time. But um, there's there's always uh, the chance that that show is going to be dropped, that they're going right. to, you know, put something else in the theater. Uh, the, the hotel is. Uh, dissatisfied with how the show is going. I mean, like right now I'm on Michael Jackson one. I've been here for four years. Um, but with the recent controversy over Michael Jackson, uh, right. we weren't sure if we were going to have a show, uh, but we seem to be doing okay. And, uh, so, but again, there's that, uh, there's always that inconsistency. There's always the chance that, uh, the show could be dropped and I'm out of a job. Yeah. Right. So, right. Um, all right. So, so that brings so that brings you um, to thinking about a more stable career. How does pharmacy come about then? Well, um, I'm a man of faith. I know you are too. Um, I was uh, thinking about you know different uh, career moves, and I looked into my family history, and uh, I felt really impressed to. Uh, look at what my ancestors did. Um, my grandfather and his father before him were both pharmacists. Hmm. Uh, they owned a little pharmacy in a little town called Victoria, Texas. And uh, I felt strongly impressed to follow in their footsteps. And uh, and that if I did that, um, I would actually have their help uh, kind of on the other side um, yeah. to get me through. And I've certainly felt that through this uh, transition. Oh, that's great. I probably did that too, but then I end up finding out that my dad and my grandpa flunked a lot of classes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe so, you don't oh, need their help through class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, so what so so you're you're doing that and boy, and you've got then a few kids probably by that time, right? Uh yeah, uh we had three kids by the time I that uh, my wife and I decided we should make this transition. Wow. That's quite a, that's quite a, um, it's quite a jump because it's time, but it's also, you, you know that you're going to need the, the mental time for that. 
Absolutely. It's, it's uh, been a sacrifice for sure. Um, I am a family man. I mean, that's one of the reasons that I got in with Cirque is so I could, you know, have a family. Um, yeah. But uh, it's, uh, like I said, we, I felt that, that kind of strength and help and support um, from the other side of the, uh, you know, from my ancestors and yeah. and my my community. I mean, my church sure. has been very supportive. Um, my family has been supportive, even though uh, none of them live here in Vegas. Um, I have felt their strength and, and their prayers. So yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so how long then had you? How long had you been out of school before your um, before you're plopped in a chair at pharmacy school, what's the distance between those two timelines? Right. Uh, I graduated um, my undergraduate degree in 2005. And, uh, gee, so. So 12, it, 12 years it, or 10, 12 years? Yeah, it's been, it's been 12 years now, but let's see, I'm three years deep. So nine, and nine, I also ten had years. Two, I had to go back to school. Uh, to get some oh, undergraduate yeah, right. credits because, you know, I don't need a lot of chemistry and biology for a theater degree. Yeah, right. So, uh, so it's been five years. Um, yeah. On the, on this particular trek. So F- five years on that. Yeah. I was, um, when I, I was in pre pharmacy for a couple of years and I went down to the seminary for a year and then I studied theology for about a half a year. And, um, on the one hand, I got some, really great time to do some writing and reading and different things like that. But it sure was a difference between those kind of those two different kind of classes. And that's like yours. Yours is probably a, a combo that, um, that people don't see too often. Now in your theater, you, if I'm reading that correctly, you do certainly have a technological scientific mind because you're doing, you're doing some of that in, in the show stage, aren't you? As far as the background stuff in that. Absolutely. So uh, I have done some acting, but most of my theater career has been backstage. Um, I've been a spotlight operator, um, a light board operator, and I'm currently doing LED lights that are in the costumes for Michael Jackson one. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So I've, I've done my fair share of soldering, um, yeah. programming, things like that. Uh, you have to be very uh, computer savvy to get uh, some of this work done yeah i bet all right so then you're at um so then you're at school and um i imagine going into that especially maybe even before you started um there's there's some highs some highs and lows um did you ever did you ever get to the point of too low or has it been a just a steady stream of being tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a lot of tired, a lot of low, but, um, uh, the way that our school is set up, instead of having semester long classes, we have these two week blocks, right? And we test every two weeks. And, uh, a lot of students at our school get in this cycle of, uh, not studying for a week and then cramming for a week. Right. I've worked really hard to stay out of that, uh, habit because uh it's real hard to catch up um i've had to uh really pace myself and do things 
the way that it's supposed to be done, the way it was actually set up to do, where you just do a little bit every day and you just keep working at it. And uh, yeah, it means long days and and short nights, but uh, um, there there's a, the occasional block where uh, where we work on some of the softer skills, and I've already got those down. So those those tend to be my breaks. Yeah, right. And times to catch up. Yeah, right. Well, so the uh, what what attracted me to to you, Adam, um, was your although you're a student, um, you're reaching out on social in in ways that students would, but but maybe not um, maybe not the same. I think you've got a bit more. Um, you know, it seems like you've been been around a bit to know that your brand is maybe more than, um, I, I guess, more than than Instagram. You know, I mean, it's it's more than you know, pretty pictures of yourself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I right. never had I never had that option because I don't I I can't take it. I've got a face for podcasts, I guess they say, but. Um, but you're you're in the area of and, and and many are but but percentage wise not many are but you're in the area of of LinkedIn and 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 things like that. Tell me your um and and, and I guess from theater you've seen that. But tell me let's talk about your your brand um, and um, let's spend some time on that your brand and and where you where you pick that up. Where, where are you going and how it's been helping you? Right. So, um, I, I've already, I've always kind of seen, um, like where I lack, uh, compared to the other students. Um, a lot of them have time to, uh, work in, uh, pharmacy. And so they're, they're quite familiar with a lot of the drugs already. And, uh, um, they have time to do things like study, um, where they can sit down and, and look at the words where I maybe don't have that time. So kind of to make up for that lack, I started listening to pharmacy podcasts. Um, and there's some really great ones out there. Uh, I can attest to, I, I currently follow probably 10 to 12 of them right now. Um, but it started so, so with God, God forbid you're actually talking about scientific podcasts though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, no. It's not, uh, what is it, Joe Rogan or whatever? Yeah, uh, right. Um, You're talking ones fact, that that will boost your boost things that are going on in class, basically. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I've uh, I've listened to uh, Mike Corvino's uh, Core Consult RX podcast. Hmm. That's been really helpful because he really goes into the clinical aspects of drugs. He'll spend uh, thirty minutes to an hour per episode. And really start covering things that I am covering in class, but at a different time. And it really helps to repeat and, and wow. reiterate things that I'm learning. And it's been very helpful. That's great. Um, uh, but I'm also listening to podcasts like Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast and uh, uh, Rx Radio. Um, and uh, those have really opened my eyes to like the possibilities of pharmacy and uh, and really to get a flavor of what is happening in the world of pharmacy right now. Um, it's been very eye-opening following those podcasts because uh, I really get the, the strong impression that uh, 
that things are changing and that uh, it's a good idea to to pay attention and uh, figure some of these things out before I graduate, because by the time I graduate, it's going to be too late to figure things out. Right. Um, so, uh, so Richard Waite runs the Richard, RX yeah, Radio. Richard. Yep, talked to him last week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I uh, I'd actually connected with him on LinkedIn uh, because I'd been following his podcast, and uh, one of his big um, principles that he uh, tries to get across to other pharmacists is to build your brand. And uh, how do you do that? Well, you have to get yourself out there. And I really took his advice and uh, sort of used him as a, a mentor in this whole process, found areas of pharmacy that I've been passionate about um, enough to uh, create a lot of content. And so I, I started my own podcast on top of 40 hours of work, 40 hours of school. Yeah. Um, uh, and so between uh, Richard and Mike, um, they've really motivated me, pushed me and, and got me to where I am right now, where I am building content, providing, uh, you know, good material out there for uh, perhaps other pharmacists to look at and um, kind of establish who, who I am or who I want to be by the time I graduate. Yeah, I like that, who you want to be, because um, none of us, you know, once in a while you'll see someone come out and they'll be like 22 years old and they'll be the um, God's gift to um, a life coach or something. And you're like, no, not at 22. <laughs> but I know what you mean by that, who you want to be. You're, 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 you're clearing the road a little bit. You're clearing the road. Where, when you talk about the podcast um, – Obviously, there the audio is taking off a lot in these days because of uh, the ability, I guess, to people have realized that you don't need your eyes when you're using your ears, and so maybe it lets more people multitask. When are you listening to? When are you listening to these podcasts on different breaks and things? You don't drive a whole lot, do you? Uh, I mean, I've got a 20 minute ride, uh, especially to the hospital right now. And I've got a 20 minute ride to work. I see. Um, so I do, I do quite a bit of listening while I drive. Um, I also have times, um, during my breaks and also, um, even when I'm working, when there's, uh, just a lot of mundane physical tasks that I can, uh, just, you know, put an earbud in and, uh, listen while I work, uh, in fact, uh, we have a machine here at the, at the hospital pharmacy called a box picker. Yeah. Um, when it's time to, uh, to load the Pixis machines, um, we, like I can sit at that box picker for a couple hours pulling out drugs and man, I just pop in my earbud and I'm still aware of everything else that's going around, but I can kind of have pay attention to podcasts, maybe get more, uh, clinical knowledge and, uh, you know, more repetition and, and figure out what's going on in the community of pharmacy. And, uh, you know, I have podcasts about hobbies as well. So yeah. Are the, are, are, the podcasts, are, are the podcasts for, um, the school of pharmacy, um, the more medical side? Well, let me, let me ask it this way. Are all of the college, pharmacies are they studying about the same thing at the same 
time or as one pharmacy school compared to a different one might be studying the drugs five months apart or the chemistry five months apart? Or does it seem to be um, go in stages all across all the pharmacy schools? Well, uh, yeah, that's the thing. There's there's a couple different models of pharmacy school. Um, I feel like I'm in kind of a unique one because it's a block plan instead of uh, oh, semester wide. Right. Yes, right. So so for me, it's it's pretty different. Uh, yeah, right. I'll have two weeks of pulmonology and then I'll have two weeks of cardiology um, instead yeah. of having like an overarching class that spans three months. I have yeah. two weeks and it's yeah. just that. Right. What have you found from your um, What have you found from your podcasting so far that um, y- your your social um, use so far that has made you some interesting connections? I know you talked about about Richard and so on. Um, I imagine there's some things that happen when you engage yourself that you didn't necessarily think would happen. Like I know right now that I've seen a ton of students come through my eyes on social and things, but with your interaction with me over the last few weeks, it's like, golly, Adam's got something here and, and I need to talk to him. Um, I'm sure that you, like Richard and so on, I'm sure it's been the same pattern where um, if, if, if you show, if you show an interest, I guess people like like to share. Yeah, um, I mean it's it's been an interesting experience just how much uh, things have kind of exploded uh, having launched this podcast because as as I have reached out, I have felt many people's hands. Um, I you know it almost chokes me up how how promising it feels to have people reach out like like. Uh, we have like we have this discussion today. I ha- I'm talking to two other podcasters on Thursday this week. Um, maybe not necessarily for uh, material for their podcast, but um, I'm building that network that uh, that Richard had said is so important, uh, and that you know people across the profession recognize as being important. Um, it's it's not it's not all as easy as just attending your um, pharmacy convention. It doesn't happen like that anymore. You have to really get out there and use uh, the tools of social media to build that network. And I feel like I've connected with people already and and things are starting to happen um, so that by the time I do graduate, there's going to be something there. I, I, you know, there'll be work, there'll be a job to catch me. Um, which was really kind of the the impetus for all of this. Um, I have a family that relies on me being able to provide for them. I can't afford to graduate from pharmacy and then just stop working in theater. I need to have something there. I need to have something uh, stable and ready to go. Um, so that's really what's driving me to, to put material out there, to reach out, to uh, to make friends, to connect with people and it's been very rewarding so far to uh find other people who are uh willing to connect yeah you can't afford to have that momentum stop you got to be rolling through this um when when things end and and um and and pick right back up with hopefully hopefully some money coming in um exactly and um 
along with those connections. Why do you think that, um, why do you think you have stood out so readily um, compared to your other classmates in social being that they're the, they're the generation of, um, and when I say generation, generations have gotten, you know, smaller now, but let's say Mm -hmm. even someone, you know, five, uh, 20 or 30 years younger than me and 10 years younger than yourself. Um, what have you found that has pushed you more than them? And I know one of them is just the, the pressure on your back to keep things rolling. Is there anything else that you think has gotten you up and going on this more than the, your classmates? Well, I, I'm, I'm sure that some of it is just, uh, being a bit more mature because I am 10 years, uh, in some cases, 20 years older than my classmates. Um, there's, there's a maturity and an awareness I feel like I'm living my life with my eyes open, um, which just comes with a, a maturity, uh, with experience. Um, a lot of the, the students that I go to school with, I feel like they don't feel the necessity, um, or the urgency to, uh, to build their network, to, to look outside and beyond a school. They just see the school that's in front of them. And to be honest, yeah. when I was doing my undergraduate, that's how I felt too. I mean, I didn't have any necessity to look beyond that graduation date until I was there. Um, so I kind of under- yeah, I think there's a sense of a sense of catch up, yeah. you know, basically in where we are. Yeah, like I understand uh, their uh, lack of pressure, I, I guess to to say, and you know, as most of them are single, um, or, you know, at the very least, uh, they're not parents yet. So right. their responsibilities are pretty low and, and they can get through school and just focus on this one aspect. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, when they graduate, then they can focus on, uh, doing what they got to do. Yeah. Then they'll have their time. Then I, I love what you said in another podcast, um, that I caught of you, um, saying that this is the the new um, uh, social interaction. And I thought back to my years of being myself in different pharmacy groups in town, different uh, church groups, different, um, I guess, f- pharmacy boards and things. And, um, boy, this is sure, certainly, for me, I know it certainly replaced years ago when I would wake up at, 630 or something. And with my dad, we'd go to some of these different meetings and, um, it's not the same. It's, it's better in some aspects and worse in some aspects, but it certainly has, I think, replaced it. If you look at a lot of the, those groups and meetings that have gone down, that seems like we used to always go to. Right. And I mean, I think it's still important to, uh, participate in those groups. Um, you know, I think we need to stick together as pharmacists with, uh, you know, APHA. Um, I'm going to, uh, ASHP mid-year in December. Um, uh, I do plan on, uh, doing a residency and, and I know that that meeting is an important one to go to. Um, however, I think it's important to, on top of going to those meetings, uh, 
make make a presence out there and uh i mean it's paying off so far that's great you know yeah because you look at the you look at those um the great thing i love is the the synergy that goes with them where quite often you'll go to one of those meetings and i don't go i don't go quite as often anymore um all I do is stand in the corner and eat all the eat all the muffins and stuff, <laughs> but uh, um, but it's great the synergy because you'll you'll meet somebody that you um, you'll meet someone that you're able to follow up with forever basically, or you'll you'll finally meet someone in person that you've had that contact with on social before at least once or twice with some messages going back and forth, and it's it's very uh satisfying to be able to spend that time and and have that pay off when the personal visit does actually happen absolutely um i think that's that's kind of a key point it's uh building those relationships before the meeting happens so that uh when you're face to face it really becomes a meaningful connection yeah there was a, a back in the old days when i would do more print advertising and and phone book advertising and so on um I never trusted what the salespeople told me, but from my own reading in the marketing books, you know, it would just say that when you're, when people see your ad or vice versa, they see your store and then see your ad, it's, it's not a one-time thing. It's like, okay, I've seen them again. And so now I, now I trust them more or vice versa. You know, I've seen them in person, you know, so I, I trust exactly. them more. And, and I think that's where it is. It's that level of trust. And you see people a few times and we've even asked people in the pharmacy, you'd say, how did you decide to finally come with us or to use our pharmacy? And they're like, well, I, I saw your, you know, I saw you on TV and it's like, well, I haven't been on TV or I haven't done that in this area, that kind of thing. People don't really know. They just have that. They just have that trust that, that somehow, somehow they know you. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's just, it's like you said, it comes with repetition. It comes with uh, multiple different kinds of exposure. Um, and that's really what I'm doing. I just get myself out there and connect as often and as and in as many different ways as I can. Well, that's great. You're a, um, you're a mentor to look up to um, for students coming. So I, I encourage anybody listening to hop on Adam's Adam's uh, stuff. Two questions for you, Adam, before we take off. Yeah. One, um, what's what keeps you up at night at this point in your life? What's your biggest stressor? Um, and I don't want to get personal, but I mean on a on your on your schedule. What's what's your biggest thing that's like it's always on your mind? Um, with everything that I've sort of set up for myself to do as far as work and school and, and now the podcast, um, I never feel like I have enough time for my family. Um, and like wow. I keep saying, like that's, that's my number one, uh, motivation. That's, that's the reason why I'm doing all of this. And the fact that I have to sacrifice so much of that in order to, um, protect that, uh, has yeah. been difficult. Yeah, it seems like a like a weird like a weird balance because you're you're doing it for them, but but you wonder that, that there's that distance sometimes. So that's a that's a tough one. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, all right, so now let's let's go the opposite side. Now let's all of a sudden um, say that you are 
that you have enough, you, you've got enough money, let's say, um, what are you doing with your time? If work, if, if money were no longer a, um, issue, um, what would you be doing like in this next couple months? Would you still be doing this? Still be doing that? Would you be quitting this? What would you be doing? Well, if I, if, yeah, if money weren't an issue, I would absolutely, uh, quit my job so that I could focus on, uh, school and family. Um, but I think I would stick with, uh, this path of pharmacy. I think, uh, it's an exciting time to get into pharmacy. Um, I know it's, it's, uh, a little scary right now with, uh, some of the recent layoffs that we've heard about and, um, just the, the evolution of technology and how that's affecting pharmacy. Um, it can be scary, but it's also an exciting time. And, uh, I, I see an opportunity to not only support my family, but to help other people, um, and to really be a, a source of knowledge for health, um, for other people. And that excites me. And that's actually one of the reasons that I do my podcast is as much as it's extra work on top of everything I'm doing, it's really the thing that's giving me life right now. Um, it's, it gives me energy and it keeps me awake. Um, when I haven't had enough sleep, um, because I'm looking at things that, um, that could really affect people's lives. And, and it's, it's stuff that's beyond, um, the magic pill that everybody's hoping for out of Western medicine. Um, yeah, right. So, so it's exciting. And, uh, I think I would keep going with it. Um, that's you would stick with. Yeah. Yeah. What, um, what what words do you have for anybody listening to this right now that says I got to take some steps to do this? Whatever position they're in, they say I got to I got to I got to make some moves that Adam has done. What advice would you give to that person, whether they're in pharmacy or not, but some kind of a business, you know, learning a business pursuit, but maybe not quite out there yet, um, officially producing in terms of the the business? Uh, yeah, you know, there's there's. A lot that could be said. Um, I, I never felt my, that I'm a particularly smart person. I just know how to work hard. Um, so, you know, if, if you feel like you need to do something, don't look for reasons to say no. You just figure out the yes. Um, that's what's gotten me this far um, in what I've done. Uh, no isn't an option. And so I keep finding the yes. You just keep going. Keep finding things that do work. Yeah. Um, you just figure it out, you know, figure out how to keep putting one foot in front of the other. Um, keep accomplishing your goals. Yeah and, it, yeah. and it seems like those things, they're not in a vacuum because they build on each other. Because one day you do this and the next day, well, now you know how to do this and you know how to do this part. Right. Um, yeah. You know, I think uh, understanding your why, the, the purpose, your drive. Um, I think that that has helped me as well. Just, uh, figuring out what, what motivates you, what interests you, um, what are you passionate about? Um, I've, I've been able to get as far as I've gotten and do what I'm doing because 
I've really taken not a whole lot of time, but enough time to really figure some of these things out to, to know, uh, what I'm really passionate about and how that ties into what I'm, uh, studying and, um, you know, make those connections that, uh, that are important to me. Yeah, I know that's huge because in pharmacy school, it seems like the the people that were there and the people that had some years on me at the time would just like be, would just do so much better than I did. And I, I know a good handle of that, a good portion of that was a focus. They knew exactly why they were there. They knew exactly what they're, um, I mean, for that day, they knew exactly why they were there and what their, and what their purpose was that day. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that's an important point. If you have focus, then you're not wasting time and energy on things that are exterior yeah. to that. You know, you're really focused yeah. in on that, uh, uh, that one thing. You're not going to waste time on things outside of that. Yeah, yeah, so true. Well, Adam, pleasure to meet you. It was great to meet you, too. Yeah, I wish you all the best, and I'm looking forward to following you on social and seeing what ideals, ideas come up so I can steal them from you. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that's that's a concept in theater. You're uh, only as good as the uh, people you steal from, so feel free. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> all right. God bless, Adam. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Talk to you again. This was the Business of Pharmacy podcast with me, your host, Mike Kelzer. Please subscribe for future episodes.